Welcome to the Gambling Pod with no name. And we're back. All right, records after uh, week four. Yeah, week four, right? Believe so. Yeah. Okay. I I have uh, three different weeks on our uh, the top of the the top of the spreadsheet. So uh, yeah, I see that. Yeah, week five though. We're on week <laughs> five and after week four, and then All right, yeah, so- no, it says week three for my record, week two for JJ's record, and week three for yours. So I could see how it could be a little confusing on you, but I got where you're. Where your head was at. Week four records. T was three, four, and one. JJ four, three, and one. Myself an abysmal two, five, and one. Bringing our totals T thirteen, sixteen, and two. JJ thirteen, sixteen, and two. Myself fourteen, sixteen, and one. On our best bets of the week, JJ hit his. Me and T lost. Bringing our records T two and two. JJ two and two. Myself, one and three. The only one who got an upset alert was JJ. And JJ's parlay of the week lost on a tough ending for Notre Dame. Brutal. Brutal. Ryan Day is a fraud. Get to that later. Well, the uh, fans won't have to wait too long. Our first game of the week is Notre Dame minus five and a half versus Duke over under 52 I'd just like to start this off by issuing an apology to all the Notre Dame fans and Danny Boy, for that matter. Yeah. Pretty rough showing out of me. I, I, I'd say that one hurt our chances at a sponsorship, Cole. Uh, I think it might be a while before we get to go back in there. Um, you know, it was, a, it was a really, really good game to watch. Uh, had a blast, but Cole started off with some innocent chants, and it got a little vulgar there towards the end. It started to get a little uh, anti-Catholicism there. And as a proud Catholic, that also felt a little bit wrong. And he really loved trying to knuck me up after saying it, which which was, which was also just tough. But still had a lot of fun. Not a great week gambling-wise last week. Did all right on my personal record. But uh, looking forward to the slate this week. Won't be as good as last week, but I'm sure JJ will get to it. Thank God the Buffaloes are dead. They're done. Toast. Goodbye. Hoosers are also dead. And Dante Moore is the worst quarterback in the Pac-12, actually. So tough look there for Cole. Uh, but tough to see Dante Moore not cranking it. He was cranking it right to the Utah's defense. Yeah, overall, pretty good week. Uh, back-to-back winning weeks here. Um, first, want to say that uh, Walt Bell, this is your invitation to leave free without any punishment. You get the hell out of Indiana and don't come back. We're not dealing with that stupid offense anymore. The worst game I've ever seen uh, as a diehard Indiana Hoosiers football fan. And if Tom Allen and the Indiana social media crew ever post some bullshit about singing the fight song after a two-point victory versus Akron. I'm done. I'm never attending another Indiana sporting event ever again. Get your shit together and freaking rally around. We already gave up the guy, DeBoer, who's killing it at Washington. I am 
furious at IU. Uh, they better show something versus Maryland or uh, both uh, Tom Allen and Walt, Walt Bell. You should already have your bags packed and you should uh, be have a one-way ticket out of here back to Massachusetts. You can go stay with Archie Miller. Uh, Tom Allen, you got a little bit to get your uh, ish together just because of that stupid buyout. Uh, but we better see some progress or uh, we're uh, lighting up the pitchforks and we're coming for you. A one, a two, a you know what to do. <laughs> that was the worst video ever. So sad to see it. But uh, finally, the national attention was brought to it. So hopefully it's done. Yeah, just one other takeaway I'd like to say is that um, uh, Ryan Day, you may be the softest individual in the whole NCAA uh, calling out an 86-year-old with dementia. We don't know that for a fact, but probably so. Uh, you are so soft. He, uh, Lou Holtz is living rent-free in your head. I can't imagine what Jim Harbaugh and Kirby Smart is doing in your head. Yeah, I, I believed you when he said he had dementia. <laughs> that was a tough look. I'm just glad that uh, Day's post-game comments were a little bit better than mine. So, um, yeah. <laughs> My my direct quote, apparently, from T, so uh, take this with a grain of salt, was I called the Notre Dame fans at Danny Boy a bunch of I'd like to rescind that comment. I know that they were drinking. They're still so. They're very much so drinking. They just were not interested in the game day shot that you were putting down. So, but yeah, good times. Shout out Danny Boy. Please let us back in. I'm not going there the rest of the year. Good, Let's we talk got some football. Yeah. All right. Let's uh right into Notre Dame. Notre Dame minus five and a half versus Duke over under fifty two. Where we uh, see in Notre Dame after the close loss, bad coaching at the end too. I'll start, I guess. Uh, so I'm on uh, Notre Dame here uh, just because of the spot. I actually turned to uh, Blake Coker. Shout out Blake Coker, one of our. Uh, Great listeners. Uh, right when I thought Notre Dame was going to win the game, I turned to him and said, I'm betting Duke so hard next week. But now that they lost and are pissed off, I think they're going to go to Duke and kick their ass. I think Duke's great, but Notre Dame still played very well against Ohio State. I think they're a good team, and they're going to be able to knock off Duke at Duke. Yeah, this, this is a tough spot. I, I like Duke before the game. I still like Duke. I think this is a uh, hangover spot for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, no pun intended, for those drinking or not drinking Catholics. Uh, but I just think that uh, Duke uh, has finally got a home field advantage in football. I think they use that to their advantage in this game. Uh, I'm getting five and a half points, and I'll gladly take the points. I think Ohio State beats them twice this week. And they uh, will also need to rally the troops because they got a really tough schedule this year. Yeah, I'm uh, pretty conflicted here, but I feel like after the amount of hate I put out into the world last week, I just got to keep riding that train. Notre Dame to keep losing and uh, hopefully not covering. I'm going to take Duke plus five and a half as well. Ride JJ the hot hand too. Only posy, posy person on this pod last week. Back to back. I got fucked by Oregon, though. Absolutely railroaded that that team total over did a hit. But loss is a loss. Yep. 
Can't change the line unless you're JJ. <laughs> On to the second game of the week. We got USC minus 21 and a half versus JJ's team of the year, Colorado, over under 73 and a half. JJ, how good did that victory feel last week? All bark, no bite. The Buffalo, the stupid buffs, and Deion Sanders, all the players just talking that shit. And guess what happened? They just got hit in the mouth by a bunch of ducks. I, I just, it was a great thing to watch. I don't know how they're getting so many viewers to watch this game and how that game eclipsed Ohio State Notre Dame, which was some actually really good football. But uh, apparently they love just watching Dion's antics. And we'll continue to watch those antics until they're 3 and 15 on the year. Uh, I, I just, I'm so over them. I can't wait till Caleb Williams beats them by another 35 points. Uh, I'm taking USC. Uh, it, I don't care. I'll take USC team total over. Uh, Colorado's under. I'll buy the points down, obviously, to 20 and a half. But if you want to give me 21 and a half, it's fine because it won't matter the one by 30. I'm with JJ here. Uh, I just think Colorado is just not very good at all. And I think USC and every other team that they play is going to try and run it up on them. So I'm going to USC minus 21 and a half. They've kind of been, USC's kind of been out of the spotlight too since week zero. And I think this will be their chance to really impose their will and let everybody know they're here. Yeah, I'm hoping that Colorado doesn't have as bad of an offensive performance this week. I'm going to go with the over 73 and a half. I didn't look at the USC team total, or I might take that, but to keep it fair, I'll go over 73 and a half and hope that Colorado actually does something on offense this week. I feel like USC's defense is a little worse than Oregon, and pray for a few points. It impact a little bit of a slow start, so if you want to... That's exactly why I didn't do the over. It scares me a little bit. 10 a.m. is crazy. I'm also addicted to overs, so I don't think I've ever been under in my life. Sneak preview. My lock may or may not be an under. Oh, no. I can't take that. It's a lock. <laughs> okay, we haven't hit one yet. We're going we're gonna to catch some lightning this week. Our third game of the week, we got Georgia minus 14.5 versus Auburn over under 45.5. T, what are you saying? I am on Auburn plus 14 and a half. I am still a believer in Georgia. I think they probably are still the best team in the country, but they're not scoring at a great pace. Um, a little bit off so far, especially against South Carolina a couple weeks ago. This will be their first true road test. And Auburn, I don't believe is that good, but their defense is definitely good. So I think it's going to be a slow ground and pound game. And it's within this 14 points the entire time. Maybe even a backdoor cover for Auburn, but I think they'll take care of business, but it'll be one of those where Georgia is clearly the better team, but Auburn still covers. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big believer in, in Hughes Breeze and, and, and what he stands for, especially off the field and, and getting his players the, the kind of, uh, you know, positive things they need to recover and, and do their best on the field. But I don't think it's, I think it's too early. I think I'm going to take the Georgia Bulldogs. Everyone's sleeping on them. I also like the over as well, 45 and a half, but I'm going to go stick with uh, uh, 14 and a half. We'll probably buy the point and make it 13 and a half. 
Uh, very critical buying the points was last week. Uh, you'll see that be a trend this week as well. 13.5 gives great value. 14.5 uh, is the line here. I'll still take that. I'm one of JJ's biggest critics about this, but I did buy some points last week. Is Oklahoma, I'm pretty sure. And then I can't remember what else also hit, but it, it did save some serious coins. So I, I will definitely be buying the points again this week following JJ's suit. Yeah, I should probably uh, follow that suit as well after last week. I, no. I... Stay away. Everything, <laughs> well, yeah. everything you touch, you ruin it. I think if we look at the records on the year, I'm I'm winning. So last, last week is the beginning of the end for you, karma wise. I'm pretty sure real college time. football season starts in week three. Week two, we're getting adjusted to the lines and everything. Yes. Week three starts it, so I'm positive on the last two weeks. Plus the golf hit. I don't want to brag, but eighteen to one. I mean, that's. <laughs> there were there were two times at Danny Boy though that Cole chanted OH after an apparent Ohio State score and like it got reviewed or something happened in it and it got called back both times. So I'm a little down on Cole. Uh, pretty much every bet I was on with him last week besides Florida State loss. So hopefully he doesn't buy points with us. I would just like to say that if that UCLA receiver caught the pass, UCLA would have covered. He got the wide open touchdown. Absolutely not. If, uh, they only lost if, by seven. Yeah, if, no, if Notre Dame would have stopped them on fourth and seven and third and nineteen, Notre Dame would have won. Or if they had they would have put players. up eleven people. Yeah, <laughs> bad coaching. Great body though. Great body, better than Walters. Honestly, great fade too. Handsome man. Did I give a pick on Auburn, Georgia? I I think I cut you off. My apologies. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Screw you. I'll take Auburn plus fourteen and a half. I'm also a little down on Georgia, and I just want to ride ride the wave with T. I might take the rest of my bets with you, T. I love it. All right, for our fourth game of the week, we got Kansas versus Texas. Texas minus 16.5, over under 61.5. T, I'll kick it to you. Tell me what you like about your Longhorns. So here's a little story time. I, have, uh, I bet Kansas under 6.5 wins on the year. I believe they're four now. I uh, bet Kansas or bet against Kansas when they played Illinois, and I bet against Kansas when they played BYU last week. They have won both of those games, and they are definitely going to cover the win total. But guess what? I'm betting against them again. Texas is going to kick their ass. They're going to showcase the flaws that I saw at the beginning of the season. Uh, Texas took care of business at Baylor last week. I know that. Baylor's down for sure, but at Baylor, they beat them pretty bad. I think Texas is still going to be fired up. You're not going to see those slip-ups that we're used to with the Longhorns, and they're going to beat Kansas easily and get me one loss closer to that win total. Yeah, I wish I could agree with you, but I can't disagree more. You can't trust the inconsistent Longhorns. Horns down. Uh, Let's face it. I mean, Steve Sarkeesian has had a little bit of a troubled past. And that's what the Longhorns look like. You don't know if they're going to come out and they're drunk or not. And that's the same thing you think with Steve Sarkeesian. You don't know if he's drunk or not when he's on the field. So I'm not I'm not putting my faith in an alcoholic. I'm going with the Kansas Jayhawks. I'm getting 16 and a half points. Uh, they may they may be part of my upset special. 
But uh, anybody that's going to be uh, pre-gaming a little bit too hard before the game, you just cannot uh, trust them coaching-wise. In what way have the Longhorns been inconsistent? I don't know. They go this in and year. roll. They oh, they go in and roll Alabama, and then it's a ten ten game the next week in the fourth quarter to Wyoming. Thirty one ten. Thirty one ten final. They, they struggle versus Rice, and then go and kill Baylor. They won thirty seven ten. So the scores, Cole, you are the innocent bystander here. The scores this year are thirty seven ten, thirty four twenty four at Alabama, thirty one ten, thirty eight six. Pretty consistent. The fourth quarter. Cole, you're rolling. I am not an innocent bystander. I have them to uh, make the playoffs and win the playoffs. So I'm rooting for Texas this Seems year. I thought they looked good. Biased as it gets. So I agree with your opinion. <laughs> I also had them to beat Alabama. So no big deal. I'll be uh, going with the points on this one. Over 61 and a half. Give them to me. I do like the Kansas pick. If I was going to take a side, I would go Kansas 16 and a half. So maybe that's a death kiss. Mario Chalmers for three. The fans have been loving your random name drops. Let's go. All right. On to maybe the game of the week for me personally. This My season's riding on the line right here. LSU minus two and a half versus Ole Miss over under 67. JJ, tell me why LSU is going to win by a million. Really, really tough look for them last week. Uh, barely squeaked by the Razorbacks. But I, I'm still all in on Brian Kelly. I, I think he is the one that got away for Notre Dame. Brian Kelly coaches that game last week. Notre Dame destroys Ohio State. I firmly believe that. And I believe that LSU will win this game uh, by more than two and a half. Uh, I think Lane Kiffin is uh, somewhat of a fraud as well. I think he's good for Ole Miss. I think that he, that he will keep them relevant uh, just by some of his uh, antics. But I don't think uh, they will ever get over the top to where they actually want to be, which is in the uh, Bama-LSU conversation. I think uh, LSU got a little bit of a scare, a little bit of wake-up call, and I like them to uh, cover. Probably one of my, my more favorite bets of the week is uh, LSU. Thankfully, I'm opposite you guys. I am uh, on Ole Miss plus two and a half. I think they are a great football team. I think they just had a bad matchup last week. They do not match up well with Alabama, but they do match up well with LSU. I think they'll be able to move the ball a lot more against that soft LSU defense. Um, I think Ole Miss has a pretty good chance of winning this one at home and crushing Cole's dreams and ending his season. That's just mean. They will probably be able to run the ball a lot. This LSU defense is not what I expected coming into the season. I will be taking LSU minus two and a half. The points are scaring me a little bit. I think there's going to be a lot of points, but I'm not sure about 67. So I'll just ride LSU minus two and a half and hope that uh, Ole Miss just blows it. Just blows it. Also, Bama kind of figured it out last week. I told you guys that might be a sneaky little playoff pick on LSU. I'm Bama. I don't know. I, I'm guessing the odds aren't great anymore after that, but their schedule is cake. All they got is LSU, but it's at home. And they, uh, they're one big thing that they don't have going for them is they have uh, Jalen Milrow at quarterback, who freaking sucks uh, worse than Dante Moore. Yeah, we uh, had this conversation last week when you picked Ole Miss to beat 
Alabama and you said Jackson Dart was a great quarterback and that because the quarterback was better at Ole Miss, they would beat Alabama and then Alabama dominated the entire game. No, not the entire game. They changed up their offense at halftime and started playing to Milrow. But, yeah, and they're running the ball better. Well, yeah, because they changed up their offense. Thank you, Tommy Reese. Marshall Henderson. <laughs> Dexter right. McCluster is a better name. Dexter McCluster would be a way better name than going with the basketball uh, cocaine addict, but okay. <laughs> no idea. Dexter McCluster went to all this. All right, on to our sixth game of the week. Utah versus Oregon State. Oregon State minus three and a half favorites. Over under 44 and a half. A lot of implications for Mr. T. I'm going to kick it to JJ to start us off and let T riff off of that. Yeah, I love this game. I love this game a lot. Uh, This is my favorite play of the entire week. Uh, We will be going uh, Oregon State money line. I know that's not available on this pod, so I'm going to have to lay the three and a half. I still think Oregon State covers that. Uh, I'm starting to think that Cam Rising may take his uh, eighth year of eligibility and just take a gray shirt this year. I don't think he's playing this game. And quite frankly, I don't think it matters. I think Oregon State got uh, a wake-up call last week when they got beat by Washington State. I think this is a bounce-back game in Corvallis, night game. Uh, I told you to put all your money in your RV on Florida State and Notre Dame. One of them pushed, one of them won. This is a great way to start the weekend. Friday night, put it all on the line for Oregon State and feel good going into the Saturday noon games. Beavers. Yeah, I'm unfortunately out on the Beavers. Uh, The one-week hype show for them to win the conference, I'm out. I'm on Utah plus three and a half. I think Oregon State, while a lot of the name brand with them is DJU, you would think it's a passing attack. They run the ball very, very well, and Utah is the best defense against the run. So I think Utah is going to be able to shut them down and send the Beavers home once and for all. I've actually switched my allegiance to Washington State. Cam Ward is disgusting. He absolutely dominated Oregon State last week. Glad I was on the over. That was a lot of fun to watch. Watch out for Washington State. 69% is on uh, uh, Utah plus three and a half of the spread. America's Don't care. Don't care. Yep. (laughs) JJ, are we on complete opposite sides for everything? So far, no, we're on USC together. It's going to be a war. Well, I'm going to have to ditto what you just said, T. I'm on Utah plus three and a half. They just shut down the best Pac-12 quarterback in amazing fashion. UCLA couldn't run the ball. And I'm just going to take that as my one reference point and go with Utah. Defense looked good. Maybe Cam Rising plays. Do you know he's out, JJ? Uh, I am just going off of a, a whim, and I, I believe I actually had uh, sources in Salt Lake City uh, get back with me. They say his rehab has uh, hit a kind of a plateau, and he doesn't feel confident. It's more of a mental psyche thing. Uh, so he's not in the right headspace to, to go with this game. I think he's making progress, but at this point, when we're almost halfway through the year, loaded draft class in the quarterback class, I think he's – uh, really considering doing the gray shirt for this year and coming back for his eighth year of eligibility when all he has to compete with is uh, uh, Shadur. 
Yeah, I'm sure a lot of teams are going to be looking for a 29-year-old quarterback. Brandon Whedon. Utah, plus three and a half. Book it. Little, uh, little last-second addition to our slate. We had South Carolina versus Tennessee. Tennessee minus 12 and a half. Over under 63 and a half. I have a little note. Do we still want to go on this game? I think we're going to do it. So, T, I'll kick it to you. You seemed a little excited about this one. So let's see what you got. Yeah, uh, didn't do any research, just saw it added. But as soon as I saw Tennessee favored by 12 and a half, I was like, yeah, for easiest bet of the week. I mean, they're terrible. Milton's still the quarterback last time I checked, so not worried about that. South Carolina's defense is also very frisky so far. So I think they're going to be able to hold that number, shut Milton down, and maybe this is the week we finally see Nico for Tennessee, which hopefully they hold off until a different week because I think that gives them a better chance of covering. Yeah, I hate to be on the the same side as T, but this is just a tough spot for the Vols. I mean, 12 and a half is a ton of points. If you remember last year, this is where really where uh, uh, the demise of Tennessee happened until the bowl game. They got absolutely shellacked by South Carolina. I think um, I think they have a good game plan going in, and they were able to keep it close. Still, uh, think Tennessee wins, but I think it's a 10-point game or less. So I'm taking the points here, uh, and I'll go with the uh, Gamecocks. Let's go. Cue up the sandstorm, folks. I'll also be on South Carolina, plus 12.5. Today I saw a tweet about their receiver. I think his name's Leggett. He's getting a lot of praise as a potential draft pick, so I like what I'm seeing. Yeah, SEC school with a wide receiver, that's a potential draft pick. That's that's always a good sign. I, I would like to say one thing. Uh, Spencer Rattler, you are a freaking bum. You are a freaking bum, and you won't ever do anything in football with your career. So start looking for those uh, normal business jobs. Last week, we were all on the same side for one game, and we hit it with Florida State. So... Easy. That was Ke- electric. Keegan Coleman is the best wide receiver, better than Marvin Harrison Jr., and that's easy. This year, I wouldn't argue with you, I guess. He's also got a, a better quarterback than uh, Dingle Flip in the back of Ohio State's backfield. McCord freaking sucks. He's pretty bad. And for our last game of the week, that kombucha is really ringing in my ear, J.J., Florida versus Kentucky. Kentucky minus one and a half favorites. Over under 44. Mr. Kombucha himself, what do you like here? Love Kentucky. Love Kentucky. I think Kentucky, uh, also one of my favorite. I want to know a quick stat. I believe, if my sources are correct, Kentucky has won three out of the past four years against Florida. Uh, I think they win again. They hadn't beaten them in like 20 years prior to that, but they've actually beaten them uh, three out of the last four years, I believe. Uh, 30 or 63% of the spread bets are on Florida. I love that. It's a noon game. Uh, give me Kentucky and the Wildcats all day. Uh, the other Stoops gets it done. It runs in the family. Boomer Sooner. I'm on the over. Uh, I'm... I'm with my Gators, but I, I'm too scared to bet it. I'm going to take the over 44. Kentucky's defense is a little bit down this year, and I like what I saw the other week against Tennessee out of Florida's offense. So 
I think they can hit that low 44 number, but no real feel for the game, so just tossing it on the over. When in doubt, go with the over. Speaking of the Sooners, JJ, they kind of look like shit last week. Oh, really? Six points given up? That's not uh, a lot. Two field goals. Defense is looking sharp. Defense looks great on the road. It was only like, what, 10 o'clock their time when they had to play? <laughs> what time zone do you think Oklahoma's on? They're at Mountain Time, aren't they? Two hours uh, difference. I think they're Central, which is an hour for 11. But, yeah, they got lucky a lot in that game, I will say. Like, they stopped them so many times in the red zone. It was great. Stressful. Cakewalk. Cakewalk. They got uh, one crucial game, and that will be next week. They're going to fly by Iowa State this week. Got one crucial game. Got to beat Texas. Uh, Shouldn't be a problem because Sarkeesian will probably be drunk. Uh, And we should win that and get to the playoffs. I'm a believer. Boomer. Sooner. I'm going to start yelling boomer at the bar. Maybe some people will respond. OH, I got zero response last week. As you should. Yep, correct. Bah humbug. You guys stink. All right, upset alert. Oh, you didn't give your pick. (laughs) Kentucky minus one and a half. Book it. I'm just a host. I shouldn't even be giving picks, and I'm leading this charge right now. You are 14, 16, and one. People should be tailing me. That's what I'm saying. I'm starting to see the board clearly after last week. I needed some losses to finally figure out, okay, this is what the teams are looking like. All right, on to upset alert. Any top 25 team or large favorite, plus 150 or higher, that was an added stipulation last week, you want to call your shot on. T, give it to me. Just going with the one, one single uh upset alert here uh looking forward to hearing how many cole and jj have but i am on syracuse at home plus 205 against clemson uh enough said i mean i'm done with clemson and syracuse is very very good they're fun to watch so i think they'll get it done you lose in that heartbreaking of a fashion against florida state at home and then you have to go to syracuse new york that's tough so I think I don't think Clemson's going to be ready to go. Syracuse is going to be jacked up because it's still Clemson. They're going to beat them. Yeah, that team's going to give up soon enough. All right, I got five for you here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have five. Uh, my we're going back to the well. I'll pay, I'll leave it to one, and then I'll give you a couple of sides so they they don't get mad at me for picking multiple. I got three on my card. I'm going to only give you one. It's a really tough debate. Uh, but I am going with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Arkansas Razorbacks at home versus the Aggies. Uh, they just got devastating news. Their quarterback is out for the year. Uh, obviously, Arkansas showed some fight last week. Uh, the coach is fighting for their jo- his job right now. I think K.J. Jefferson really helps them. Uh, and I think uh, I, if I am hearing this right, uh, Peyton Hillis and Darren McFadden will be in attendance. Uh, they are actually uh, leading the team out. So I think that's it really gives them a boost. 
Uh, plus 200. Uh, the other flyers, if you want to take them at your own risk, they won't count towards it. But I would go back to the well with the West Virginia Mountaineers. I can't believe they keep getting disrespected week in, week out. A little bit higher of a thing, plus 370. Uh, and then my last one would be uh, on Thursday, I think maybe, or Friday night, North Carolina State at home. That one's only plus 160. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll lean into the Razorbacks, especially with uh, those uh, stars in the game. Peyton Hillis, father of the year. I think it's uncle of the year. Didn't he save his nephew? So he's not a good dad? No, he, well, I, guess he, it, I, think, I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was his uh, daughter or son. I can't remember. I think it was one, one like a daughter and a nephew or something like that. But still a good dad in my opinion. Agreed. We're a pro dads podcast. I'll also be adding that Arkansas and Syracuse to the card. I looked at Syracuse. I like them. Fun fact, they're 3-0-1 against the spread this year. My pick, I'm only going to do one this week. I've been going with the super long shots because everybody was giving me shit. Still hit Ohio, plus 130. Nobody marks that on my card. But uh, I'll be taking Coastal Carolina, plus 200 versus Georgia Southern. I think this is going to be a little bit closer of a game. Georgia Southern had a blowout last week. Coastal had a blowout against them. I think people are overreacting on both sides. I'm going to take Coastal to uh, to get an upset. Plus 200. Mark it, folks. Mark it. All right. We need a win here, guys. We really do. We haven't hit yet this year. Feels like the anytime touchdown scores every Sunday. Just brutal for my betting. So. Parlay of the week. Everybody gets their best bet. JJ, I don't want to hear T's under yet, so tell me what you're liking. I am liking a some Friday night action here. We're going Friday night. We are going with the BYU Cougars at home. They're facing the Cincinnati team I just saw last week. Uh, Emory Jones should never touch the ball as a quarterback. He might be as bad or maybe even worse than Milrow. Uh, so please uh, take the Cougars, and, and we'll start it out. Let's go money line, so it's plus one ten. We don't even need the points. They're at home. They're in Provo. They're going to be getting lit in Provo with some nice hard kombucha. Uh, so you know it's going to be a freaking great atmosphere at night. Yeah, I teased it. I'm going with a stinky, stinky, stinky one. I'm going with the under in Northwestern Penn State under forty six. Uh, I don't think Northwestern even comes close to scoring, and I think Penn State keeps it respectable and scores about 35 at the most. Um, I just think it's going to be ugly. Penn State's defense is unbelievable. I mean, Iowa didn't even have a chance of scoring last week, and I mean, Iowa's offense is bad, but Northwestern's is probably worse. So under 46, and it's a noon game, which is 11 o'clock Northwestern time, so it's just it's a sleeper. Iowa couldn't even put up 10 points. 10 points. That's all I yeah, needed. That over should have hit. 10 points. It hurts. I will be taking Jacksonville State. Shout out my boys. Minus six and a half versus Sam Houston. Sam Houston cannot score. I think they got seven points last week. They can't score. We need two touchdowns out of Jacksonville State. I think we can get it. I think the boys got me. Can't wait to see him play against South Carolina November 4th. 
I, I I have a good feeling about this parlay. How do you guys feel? Which leg's losing? None of them. I think this is the first week we all hit. Uh, yeah. Cat, I, who knew that Slovis was that freaking BYU? Boss. Man. Yeah. They've, they've looked good besides the second half against Kansas. You better take this parlay, Braden. Also, thanks for uh, getting basketball together this week. Huge for the program. Thanks, Braden. All right. To the last segment of the week, everybody's favorite, JJ's Parlay of the Week. I can't wait to hear how many units he's thrown down, how many legs are going to be in this. JJ, give it to us. You know, it was a tough one last week if you were if you were smart like me. Uh, you got a little bit of middle action, so we're actually still up one unit. But let's just say that you didn't. You tried to ride it out, get the – so we're up plus four units. So we're even on the year with the JJ's Parlay. We're just going to stick with a nice one-unit play this week. Just a one-unit play. I don't love the card. Obviously, I'm not going to pick the Thursday night football, which has been on my go-to. Don't really feel good about one way or the other with uh, as little football as we and Jordan love. So we're going to skip out on that one. We're going to go a four-team all-college football parlay. Uh, and we're going to start it out with the, uh, Oklahoma at 7 p.m. So we're starting late Saturday. You're going to have to get late for this one. That's an easy win. Money line, take that. Then we're going with the dicey one. You could say it's dicey. I don't think it's dicey at all. We're going Duke. We're going to take the alternate line plus seven and a half. Then we're going to add Alabama money line, which is a 9 p.m. game. And then you get a wait up to watch Michael Penix and DeBoer, the one that got away for the Hoosiers. Fire Bell. Fire bell right away uh and we're gonna get that parlay all the way up to plus 117 uh and that'll be a nice one and one seventh unit little side note last week i took your parlay i subbed osu money line for notre dame money line nice classy had to do it i can't i refuse to bet on notre dame i'm on it this week jj i like that one i like it a lot Minus the Duke part, but I still think you're probably right. I think they can keep it within seven. Riley Leonard. Beast. Yes, absolute beast. Uh, Ryan Day, do less with more. Freaking bum. He really did start on third base. Yeah. I went through because I had all these names for the podcast. Let me just go on my quick rant for a second. Let me read off how many – NFL players that he's had to coach in the last three years. Justin Fields, C.J. Stroud, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Chase Young, Jeff Okuda, Jackson Smith and Jigba, and he's got two more NFL wide receivers, and he can't do anything. I honestly thought the list would be longer. Those were the highlighted names. Who cares about the offensive tackle? What about like ben Davis? Payoff last year. I was going to say Paris Johnson. Isn't that the offensive tackle? Yeah. No one cares about tackles. They just get the job done. But they made the playoff last year, and they're undefeated this year. Gave Georgia their best game last year. And I'm just – I mean, I get it. I mean, it, the, the press conference was a little crazy, but, like, they still won. Yeah, but they suck. And Michigan's going to freaking destroy them again this year. And you know what? I think Penn State is going to beat them at Ohio State. Oh, 
I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Michigan has done nothing to impress me to this point, though. Covered last week. Yeah. Depends on if you bought the point. Shout out, JJ. Or if you got it early enough. Yep. Shout out being early. All righty. Well, uh, any last statements or any other segments you two want to throw in here? We're ahead of schedule. Normally, we're a little bit longer than this. I would uh, like to hear. I know we talked about it last week, but I'd like to hear JJ's final thoughts on the Ryder Cup. See if he concocted any any props or anything. No, there's got a couple of uh, specials on uh, DraftKings that you can use. I still like uh, Europe to win this thing. Um, can't wait to get back to regular. I'm not a big match play person. Um, can't wait to get back to regular scheduled golf tournaments, even if it is in the fall, to get some really big unit sizes. Uh, we're just going to Europe. Keep it straightforward. Also, Sweet. I'd like to shout out Michigan State for firing that gross pervy perv today. That was great news. Uh, not great news for the rest of the Big Ten because he freaking sucks. Uh, but uh, shout out to their uh, due diligence and and getting the getting the eighty four million dollars back. JJ's been on it the whole time. Trust the judicial process. Well, I mean, <laughs> there was the one clip, but. I'm sure nobody heard it. Speaking of which, this is the week that we're going to go over 100 downloads. No big deal. 100 mark. Yep, shout out the listeners. Missing Survivor right now for you guys. Making the sacrifices just so you all can listen. So, premiere. Missing it. Also shocking we haven't gotten more shit for this. So, uh, yeah, feel free to talk some shit if you want. Thanks for listening in. Week five. I know we had a little slip up earlier. That's on me. That's on the dock. I'll I'll be better next week. Thanks, everyone. Cheers. Are you going to say it, T? Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>